0: If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world, and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Stark.
1: Happy Halloween. I'm here in the studio and my jack lanterns over by the fireplace are burning and life is good. (laughs) I am, uh, man, what are we talking about today? We're talking about our favorite monsters. We ended last week's show um, talking about shock fortizing and uh, I was kind of challenged in my space as a life coach, marketing maven. What I do in my business life. I am the owner and creative director here at Unstoppable Start Studios. I'm based in Georgia that work nationally and uh, internationally and love what I do uh, for all of our small business clients. Uh, I'm here to to kind of help them and nurture them and help them get off that fence that they're afraid to jump off of sometimes. And And, you know, life is exciting. But when I think about chakratizing, I was thinking, you know, the first images that come into my mind are those, the terrifying ones. And I didn't, I didn't really, I don't think on my feet well sometimes. So I have to just kind of forgive me for that. Um, but you know, the first images that came to my mind were like the European things that you see, the magazine ads where there's like two, um two women snorting bridal veils like they would cocaine and uh they're apparently addicted fashion. I mean it's that kind of imagery that comes up or or um the seal beating the uh the human baby instead of <laughs> beating a baby seal. You know, there it's those are the images that were conjured in my mind, but I didn't get the opportunity to say, you know, to truly applaud the ones here that do such a beautiful job and the people that actually um, devote their time to helping a cause. Like the American Cancer Society does a great job with their shock advertising. It is very tastefully done. It is a storyteller for sure. And you see before and after interviews of people who had cancer, who survived cancer, who ultimately died from cancer, but they smoked. Um, and it's the, the imagery is graphic and it will grab you, but it, again, it's tastefully done. It gets the point across and it honors, you know, the, the victims of this all disease. So, so when it comes to getting behind companies like that, absolutely. I can get behind stock advertising, but that's not the only word in marketing that really scares us. It Like when you hear drip and scarcity, and ambush, and guerrilla, and viral, I think about Freddy Krueger, and the apocalypse, and frightening monsters, and bloody victims, my bloody Valentine's to mind. Um, it's, you know, some of the words that come out of this, this uh, industry are just, they're frightening. Think Franklin Delano Roosevelt actually said it best in his first inauguration speech. He said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Now, I get it. He wasn't talking about marketing. Um, But the words resonate all the same, right? So before we get into the types of marketing, I kind of want to talk to you about that fear. And I see this all the time in clients. I have seen it in myself. I have seen it in my friends and my family. I love them all <laughs> very much the same, but you see the same thing when you don't do the work, when you don't do the marketing, you're on the fence about something, you're, you're afraid, you're afraid that you're not good enough, you fear lack of money, lack of knowledge, there's a sense of overwhelm. It's fear that keeps you from doing these things that are going to help you grow your business. They're going to help you grow your brand, that are going to bring in more customers, that are going to get your name out there. It's just fear. You're afraid of the fear, right? So take a step back for a minute and just think about the worst thing that can happen. I think I shared this last week when I worked in a recruitment agency years ago our saying and i'm I'm telling how many years now when the ad didn't actually go through the facts or the facts got lost going to newspaper you know whatever um the client would be madder than hell you know just like now he can't help technology i can't help if the If the platform goes down that I'm working on right now, I can't help if Skype goes down, right? can't help if the email, internet, storm outside, can't help it. Um, But nobody's dying. Nobody died, right? Nobody died today. Um, So spend $25. Spend $200. Find a tool that you really love and go for it. Embrace your monster marketing. Embrace it. Give it a big old hug put a big old kiss on the cheek and send it out there into the world and get some people chin. I'm not saying do that with shock advertising, <laughs> but there are other marketing techniques that you can use Marketing strategy. So let go of that fear, embrace your monster and let's start talking about marketing strategies and how to apply them. Okay. Um, so one of the first things you're going to notice in strategy is there's a lot of terminology and there's a lot of overlap. It's enough overlap to drive you crazy. But there's a reason, and that's why that sense of overwhelm. It can be, I mean, overwhelm is overwhelm, right? It's a lot to wrap your head around. Um, so you want to find the right balance to reach your target audience. Um, just to give you some examples. We've already talked about shock advertising, but let's talk about something a little bit more friendlier. A little bit more friendly, sorry. Relationship marketing. It's one of those things that, things that works for everybody. You focus on building a relationship with your potential customers. Relationships feel warm and fuzzy, don't they? So, what? Um, why is it important to build a relationship with your customers? You want them to trust, right? You put yourself out there. You put your knowledge out there. You put your product out there. You put your service out there. You put testimonials. You put videos of your CEO, yourself. All so that when people see you, hear your words, learn about your product or your service, they begin to trust you. You're giving them something of value, something they can touch and feel and hear and talk about. Um, it's building that relationship. It's just like going on a first date or having that job interview. You want to be, and I talk about this often, authentic. You want to be transparent. You want to be honest. And I think the sooner people see that from you, instead of grand opening 20% off your first order, I think it's, they work well hand-in-hand hand for sure, but I think building that relationship is something that needs to start way early before you launch. So just things to think about. Um, it is important to build that relationship instead of always trying to sell one something. That's why social media is so huge. People love to know that you're a SME. <laughs> you're using your SME-ness. Um, they love to know the subject matter experts so they will look to your social media. They will look to your website. They will look, depending on where they are in life, um, they will look to white papers, articles, ebooks. Um, but they want to know that you're an expert in your field. And a lot of people just go directly to the internet. They'll Google. Um, they will look at your social media and follow you and kind of get a good feel for, for where you are as a subject matter expert. So, As you're developing that relationship or people begin to understand you, they're going to begin to love you fully for what you say, what you do, what you offer. And the more they love your brand, the more money they'll spend with your brand. Lots of retailers find this to be very true. So it's relationship marketing. Seasonal marketing depends on your product, obviously. But seasonal marketing can pretty much work for everybody. And marketing isn't always about sales. Marketing and sales are two separate functions within an organization. If you don't understand that, call me up because we'll have a long talk about it. Marketing gets you out there. Sales is the conversion. They don't always work hand in hand. So, it's important when you're thinking about seasonal marketing, not just to think about, hey, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Here's 20% off. Christmas is coming. Black Friday. Easter special. President's Day. Let's sell a mattress. You know, let's not always have a sales pitch out in front of somebody. I know it's important to have your sales pitch and then offer discounts and invite people in. But that's one that's one market. That's for one audience. So think about the rest of everybody else and give them something to build your brand. Tell them about your product instead of trying to sell it. Tell them why your product is important to certain people. Back that up with testimonials from those people. So you can use seasonal marketing not only for those coupons and stalls and events, you can use that seasonal marketing for building your presence and building your brand as well. Okay, so think about marketing as a much broader concept. Guerrilla marketing so much more fun than anything i've ever seen in my entire life i love guerrilla marketing wish i had um 900 staffers to just go out with sidewalk and and go to town for some of my clients um but let me let's go through guerrilla marketing really quick. great fun non-traditional low budget Involve it involves lots of creativity, big crowds, and the element of surprise to promote your product, your service, and your event, your launch. So imagine um, a small town theater is doing a production of The Wizard of Oz. Well, this small little downtown. Just envision walking through downtown on your regular shopping trip, and you're following a your yellow road, and it's leading you right to this little hometown theater. Wouldn't that be fun? Can you just picture it like this beautiful sidewalk drawing of a yellow brick road? So much fun. Imagine um, love notes on trees, footprints on sidewalks leading you to a coffee shop with specials, um, things like that, flyers, uh, solve the clues to find the thing hoagie, you know, and it leads you right to the hoagie food truck that's out in front of the courthouse. You know, follow the clues, find the space. Um, other guerrilla marketing techniques might include a, a bus wrap. Uh, one I've seen especially make its way around the Internet is a big boa constrictor wrapped around a city bus. And it literally looks like the boa constrictor is squishing the bus. But all is a bus wrap. It's art. But that'll get your attention, won't it? <laughs> so... Guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing is a lot of fun. There's nothing to be scary. I know it conjures up King Kong hanging from the Empire State Building. But no, it's a lot more fun than that. But then again, if somebody put a big balloon of King Kong hanging from the Empire State Building, that might get your attention too. So there is so much left to talk about in today's show. I'm in just jo- already, and <laughs> it seems like we can't be going to break, but we are. So guys, um, you're listening to me, Edesti, on Unstoppable, and we're on Inspired Choices Network. When we get back, we're going to talk more about embracing your marketing demons instead of letting them scare you.
0: We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable. Hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven Lindy Chafin Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business, or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable.
1: Welcome back to Unstoppable, everyone. I am Lindy and start and today we are taking the fear out of your marketing. If you have questions, please pop into our chat room or call us here at Inspired Choices Network. I am happy to answer you as I can on the fly. Um, so, we were talking about just examples of marketing strategy and now we're going to kind of move into that, like, audience stratified combo. Um, I have to have to give props to my uh, friend, Sherilyn, who's also a host here on the network. Um, she is my generational guru, for sure, and lots of peoples at this point. Um, I have learned a lot about uh, reaching audiences based on their age and the things that they... The things that they appreciate, um, the advertising medium that they tend to utilize more than others. Um, so I talk a lot about generational marketing and how to reach those audiences. Um, I today just for having a wonderful place to start. I want to start with millennials. Um, it's a huge audience, <laughs> probably the largest out there at this point these are um folks born between 1981 and 2000 they are on their computers a lot um i think the other generations have a lot of misconceptions around millennials uh i i applaud them in all of the things that uh that they do the Things that draw them in, that they're trying to accomplish, uh, the things that they have accomplished. It just kind of blows my mind and the inspiration behind them for sure. But I have found in reaching them, it's important to have content. Um, content marketing is huge. And this is going to go back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. Blogs, social media, um, making sure that your platforms are optimized. So your we- And when I say optimized, um, your website, any emails, newsletter are optimized for quick viewing, both on a computer and then on a tablet and on a phone. So we're talking about cross-device screens and sizes. Easy ways to accomplish that. Just letting you know that's going to be very important. If they land on a website that looks like it's a Yahoo Legacy site, they're going to click off of it in about two seconds. Of course, I'm a Gen X and I would too. Um, <clears throat> so some strategies that work with millennials. They're real big causes. Um, finding causes that your customers and your company care about or and can care about together create huge amounts of magic your business um, it requires knowledge about what your organization cares about and how they want to help the world and who they want to help the world um, It's one of those things that's that's critical now last week we talked a little bit about your brand promise and developing your messages and And things like that. And again, it's one of those things you need to know. So if calls is part of your organization and part of what you want to do and how you want to use your business, not just your marketing. This is not just about a message. This is about your business and what's important to you. Um, You know, I encourage you to reach out. Shoot me a note. Lindy Chafin at att.net and I've got a worksheet that you can complete and kind of help those strategies messages but um, talking about cause marketing it's just it's important to know what that looks like for your company another great way to reach millennials is viral marketing um, <laughs> get the latest greatest right now Marketers are constantly creating new business ideas that keep their products in the hearts and minds of their consumers. So each time a new product is created, customers have to be given a reason to dream about their future purchase. iPhone does a great job of this. Newest release. You're going to be able to do this, that, and the other. Apple's brilliant. Um, once those people start daydreaming about what they're going to do with this new product, with the new bells and whistles, they start sharing it with their friends. It gets them excited. They're talking Um, they share it with the world. They ask, I mean, they do polls on social media. (laughs) They share their ideas. I mean, this is how they, how, how millennials communicate. How are they going to use this excellent new product? So, um, viral marketing is exactly that. They get excited, they daydream, and they put it out to the world, right? Let's go viral. Um, online marketing, online marketing Pillar to post, good heavens. I mean, we could talk about that. There would be no time the other host on this network talking about online marketing. Um, But it's the key to the generation that grew up with technology hands, right? Millennials. I mean, where are we talking about 1981? Shoot. CD players were already on the shelves. They were expensive, but they were on the shelves. Um the internet burgeoning technology has been part of their life from the get so again going back to mobile optimized websites and emails newsletters ads and social media quality content so important um for this particular well for every generation but especially this they they like to know that you're a subject matter expert um mobile marketing i'm just going to throw out text messaging we call it sms uh it's another great way to reach your millennial audience now this is somebody who's already been in your business more than likely or is seeing ads online um for lo- more local campaigns think nail salons coffee shops um things like that but it's a great way to promote like <laughs> Say you're a nail salon owner and it is quiet on a Thursday afternoon. It's cold outside. Nobody really wants to get a pedicure, right? But it's a great time to send out that SMS messages to your existing customers or people signed up to get information from you and say, hey, we have a special going on today. Pop on in. $2 off a of Manny, $2 off a of Petty. Combined, it's only 18 bucks. Come on in. Ugg, I've seen Ugg do this too. They used to ping me all the time with with great offers like, oh, Ugg's on sale today, 50% off. What? Yeah, I'm going to jump all over that. So SMS is a great, or uh, mobile marketing is a great way to reach this particular audience as well. But they're willing to sign up. So give them a reason to sign up. Millennials are a lot of fun. I I think we don't give um, this particular generation enough kudos for what they're doing, and we should, and we should because they have embraced technology and are taking it in directions that we've not been able to think about up to this point. So let's enjoy that. Generation X, that's me. Um, so our, our generation was born 1965 to 1980. We do not jump on the bandwagon very easily, uh, and using skills training that you gained in your first job won't work on us either. Uh, we love research, case studies, white papers, and knowing that someone has come before us, tested your product or service, and loved it. Um, it's not easy to sell us with the the um, the grocery store checkout line stuff. That's not that's not us. Millennials, absolutely. Pass up an offer at the end, give them some extras, bonus buys. Absolutely, they love it. But us, not so much. So so for us, for a generation that loves facts, i getting in front of this audience with ebooks. Um. Things that we can download for free, we'll willingly give you our email addresses, trust me. Think and download for free that actually provide a value. Let's do it. I'll, I'll give you my email address. I want to know what's going on. So get in front of this audience with your email marketing. Uh, value, again, very important. But you can't only reach them via email, they have to see you in places they are like Facebook, Um, and when they're reading news online. So social media advertising, marketing, and also IP targeting are going to kind of be critical to this audience. We can talk about IP targeting later, (laughs) all that fun stuff. But email marketing is a great way to get in front of these people. It's also, I've said it before, and I know you've heard it before, but... Um, Your list is like your biggest asset. That list of people that have voluntarily given you their email address, their home address, whatever. Your list is your most valuable asset. Think about it. Sell your business. You're, you know, you might be selling a product. Sure. But you're probably exactly like somebody else's product. You might be selling a physical space. In essence, you're selling your book of business. You're selling your audience. You're selling the people, your previous customers. That's what they're spending money on if they buy your business. So so that list, that list is your biggest asset. You can market to it over and over again. And anytime time put something in front of them, they're going to share it. Not anytime, but most anytime. If it's something valuable, if it's something that they see is going to be important to their friends, their family, um, just like you get an email from, oh, who am I going to throw out today? Um, et, uh, Etsy. Sure, why not? So they have their advertisers on their email that they've just sent you. And you say, oh, my gosh, I love this gold chain. I'm going to send this to my aunt, my mom, my sister, my husband, my boyfriend, my nephew, my son, to send to his girlfriend. You see where I'm going with this. <laughs> so... So think about those emails when you send them out. White papers and articles, this is actually a type of marketing. It's it's called article marketing. And it works well in combination, again, with email and online marketing. Um, They love to read about what you're doing. Article, case study, white paper that say it's a product that can improve your life greatly. Say it's a service that can, um, gosh help you wrangle in um, new employees to a business that's just opened and you've got to staff like 2,500 people right now. Um, Here's somebody who's already done that. Here's how this worked. Here's what we did. Here's um, our problem, our solution. our Think science project, science fair project. Here's how we accomplished it. This is what we anticipated happening and this is what we made happen. Um, Drip marketing with cross-media marketing is another way to appeal to this particular audience. You give them something of great value in exchange for their emails and then deliver it right away. Now the drip marketing comes in after this. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Uh, We're getting ready to go to break again. This is Lindy. And we are talking about your marketing monsters and not letting them scare you.
0: We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days <clears throat> by tuning into Unstoppable. Hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Before we get back into our discussion on drip marketing, let me just say, um, if you have any questions about any type of marketing strategy, if you're in that space where you're just kind of afraid to jump off of that cliff, feel free to reach out to me at my website, it's UnstoppableStart.com. Schedule a free half-hour consultation. We'll talk it through. We'll look at your marketing strategy one, um, and I can help you devise a plan to reach your target audience or help you just kind of understand that what you're dealing with is fear. (laughs) It's it's time to let go and move on. Speaking of moving on, back to drip marketing. So we talked about uh, providing this audience uh, with a great value. Be for in exchange for their email address and then delivering it promptly. Okay, so what happens after this? And you'll see this, it'll feel very personal, um, but a lot of people will set up drip campaigns, and it's basically pre developed um, communications. It's not necessarily all email. In fact, I recommend um, shaking things up a bit, but um, it's it's a constant touching of that person it takes seven eight nine ten communications for to to build a rapport with somebody for somebody to feel like they know you um feel like they can be comfortable reaching out to you so keep that in mind but these drip communications are just a a checking in of sorts providing a little bit different value that um that would have them ask questions that might prompt a conversation um, that, that is led into by this wonderful piece of valuable content that you've already sent them just keeps it in front of them. Um, It's a great opportunity also to take some of the weight off of your marketing by pre-developing these things. So, so say you have a website and you have an ebook. Sign up, download my ebook, people sign up, and then you follow up that ebook with content, build their confidence, and then towards the end of this particular drip campaign, before you kind of get into the monthly newsletters, start out there, kinda like I do. Um you know, if you have questions, I'm available. Give me a call. Let's have a half-hour session. Same thing. It's when you start pitching your product, but not. It's not a hard pitch. It's a really soft pitch. Um, just invite them gently to learn a little, more, to give you a call, to schedule a free consultation, to join a webinar, to come to a community meeting, whatever it is. Um, but provide them. with the content in order to help convert them to coming to you. Does that help, does that make sense? So so that's drip, drip campaigns, drip marketing. Now, baby boomers are an interesting group, used to be the largest group. Um, they are definitely bargain hunters and they love face-to-face communications, being able to talk to somebody, pick up the phone, ask questions. Um, so if you don't have a customer service department, you might want to think about that. <laughs> Just teasing. Uh, former director of customer service here. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a believer in providing this touchstone. But um, the online presence that you could reach the millennials go a long way with the baby boomers. Don't think that they're not technologically Advanced they are and they're willing to learn, which is great, Um, but also just want to be able to pick up the phone and talk to a person. Auto attendants are a big old pain in the rear for them, not going to lie. They want to call you to get answers to their questions, they want to email, to get advice, they want to talk to humans, they don't want to watch videos, they want to know your story, and they want to know what you stand for. They, <laughs> it's the relationship marketing goes a long way here. So, some of the things to consider with the baby boomers because they're bargain hunters. Transactional marketing is huge. Um, so transactional marketing is like think about the Sunday sale papers, the coupons. Um, it's perfect for the big big box retailers, which you might not be. You might be definitely in the small business category. Um but like if you if you're a big box retailer and you're having this large volumes of stuff in order to make your investors happy, <laughs> um these guys love the Sunday sale papers. Think about that, coupons. Um, you know, they'll even probably bite on an app that they can look at and get discounts, maybe get an SMS. Of their smartphones, like I said, don't you know these guys were born in forty six to sixty four? Don't count them out on technology. Um, Freebie marketing works really well uh, in hand in hand with promotional marketing for baby boomers. So contest, coupons, try it before you buy it, join the club, that sort of thing um, would work really well for boomers. Before you buy, it's one of my favorites. I mean. They even do it with mattresses these days, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, you've seen the the lovely mattress commercials where you can you can bring a mattress into your home for 90 days and sleep on it or 100, you know, or <laughs> whatever the latest is. Sleep on this mattress for 100 days and if you don't like it, we'll take it back. Huh? What do you do with it then? fascinates me but it's a great way to get people in the door a night's free why not if you can do it do it um i yeah there you go we won't wax poetic about philosophy on that one so it's really quite interesting right so far we've talked about a handful i mean i'm going to tell you there's so many different marketing strategies it's exhausting to look at them in a list. Um, And I've seen many. But you've you've also seen a lot of the repetition, the drip marketing and the, you know, drip marketing, email marketing are kind of the same thing. Variations of the same thing. (laughs) Um, Internet marketing and social media marketing. And, you know, again, they kind of, it takes more than one strategy. They work hand in hand. They sound a lot alike. There are lots of different pieces to the puzzle. It's a joy trying to put this puzzle together for people, and I'm, I'm not saying that sarcastically. It truly is a lot of fun to um, to work with a client and identify what their target market is and then develop a strategy to bring their audience to them or get in front of their audience. Lots of fun. <clears throat> so we've got one more group to talk about. And this one's, you know, this one's kind of old school. These guys, these are traditionalists, mid-20s to 1945. So these folks were born during the Depression. They came up in a time you earned dishes with your oatmeal and your flour. Um, they were born around that that wartime error and they deserve a lot of respect and they have to be talked to and communicated with with this respect about your parents and grandparents and how important it is for them and see them light up when you have conversations with them about their youth, about what they did, what they accomplished Um it's a beautiful thing, and again, relationship marketing. Have a conversation with your people, with your tribe. It's so important, um, but they tend to they tend to see more of the things that you and I don't necessarily pay attention to. Again, I'm a Gen Xer, so I spend most of my time on the computer, though I still will flip through the sale catalog that comes in the mail, right? I'm kind of a little bit of both. These guys are more hands-on flyers, newsletters, postcards, television, radio, newspaper. Um, They are able to engage better with a single image versus multiple images or fast-moving images. Um, And the words that you use with them have to be respectful. And I don't mean respectful just to them. I mean respectful of the world as a whole. These people have seen change that you won't fathom. So use words that are respectful and use words that are clear when you're speaking with this group or when you're uh, communicating with this group. So direct marketing, (laughs) it's kind of self-explanatory, right? Um, It allows businesses to communicate directly with the customer, advertising techniques that include textaging, this is for younger folks, email, interactive websites, online display ads, flyers, catalogs, big deal, promotional letters, and outdoor advertising. So I always think about like um especially with this generation cuz they are definitely older and most of them are living at this point on fixed incomes. So it's important to give them value, meaning a reasonable price and a great product. Um it's important to get in front of them where where they're going to be looking for value. Like the penny pincher or the hometown newspaper, I'm guessing probably seventy percent, and this is a big guess, and it might even be more. Um, they don't even take the paper anymore, except on Sunday. <laughs> so uh, they watch the evening news, they listen to the radio, they definitely look at what they get in the mail. So the, you know, where we the money mailer might be going, it's really not. There's still people that the money mailer reaches. So if you have a product or a service that you think might fit well there, then utilize it. It's a great advertising medium. Um, So that's kind of it for journalists. So, wow, we've talked about a lot in a very short time. Um, So those are marketing strategies that work with the various generations from traditionalists born in the 1920s all the way up to millennials who were born up to the most recently in 2000. A lot of fun so far. We're getting ready to go to break one last time, friends. So you're listening to me, Lindy Chafin-Start on Unstoppable. We're here on Inspired Choices Network. And when we get back, we're going to wing it. Talk a little bit more about your monster's embracing your demons instead of letting them scare you stay tuned
0: we all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days by tuning into unstoppable hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven lindy chafin start you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced purposeful life You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable.
1: Welcome back to Unstoppable everyone. I'm your host, Lindy Chafin Start, and it's been a great show so far. If you have any questions, <clears throat> excuse me, please feel free to pop into the chat room here at Inspired Choices Network. Next week, and don't quote me, I think we are going to be talking about websites that draw your customer in and tell their story in order to captivate your audience. Now, don't quote me on that because you never know what's going to happen in the next few minutes. If you have any questions that you'd like answered on this show or any other, feel free to reach out to me at lindychafin at att.net, that's L-I-N-D-Y-C-H-A-F-F-I-N at att.net or visit my website, which is much easier to remember, unstoppablestart.com. So we have talked about different types of marketing strategy. We have talked about different types of audiences and how they fit Um, let's talk for a minute about how they go hand in hand. Um, it's an, I'm going to go back to the all important worksheet on developing your, uh, brand promise and your key messages, um, and using that as the foundation for your marketing messages. It's important that you know that from the get go, whether you are In the process of concepting your business, whether you are a year into um, a new business and you can't quite seem to get traction, um, whether you're, you know, 10 years in, it's one of those things that is going to evolve. Your brand promise will likely always stay the same. Um, FedEx, packages delivered overnight guaranteed. Key messages, because technology changes, because products evolve, businesses evolve, communications evolve, your messages might change slightly. So I I will always recommend getting your key team members together Even if if you're a one-man show and you have to call your sister and say, hey, I'm going to buy you coffee. Can we talk through the business? I recommend revisiting this kind of regularly, once a year, once every couple of years. And then apply it to your marketing. And before you apply it to your marketing, take a look at your analytics. Take a look at your results from previous marketing campaigns. And it I'm going to tell you right now, folks, if you're not paying attention to where people are coming from, you're missing out. You need to know what your open rates and your click rates are on your emails. You need to know if you run a Facebook ad, who that's reaching, um, who is responding to it. And that in Facebook, that's going to be in the form of men and women a in a country, uh, an age group. So that you can fine-tune your messaging, so that you can um, fine-tune your medium and be relevant, stay relevant to your audience, and reach the audience that seems to be more drawn to you. So just you know, pay attention to those <laughs> analytics. So once you have the great combination of, hey, I've revisited my strategy or I've created I'm messaging. I've created my brand promise, and I've got my key messages. And I've taken a look at the analytics on stuff I've done so far. Now you kind of know how to move forward. Um, What's being shared? What messages? What blog post? What post are being tweeted, retweeted? um, What's being shared? What's being liked? All of those things are very important. I was just paying attention just today on this show. So just to give you personal example, um, I promoted this show show yesterday on Facebook, on a Facebook post. I boosted it, had hashtags, the whole line. Um, And... I didn't get as much traction out of that boost as I did by just putting it on HootSuite. I've got all of my social media linked to HootSuite, and if you don't know HootSuite, we'll talk about it. Um, Send out a post to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. I think that's all of my social media (laughs) channels. Oh, well, yeah, it's all of my social media channels that I communicate with through HootSuite anyway. And... Instagram got more traction than Facebook or any other medium, for that matter. So that tells me a lot. Um, That tells me that people who appreciate hashtags like marketing, small business, entrepreneurship reside on Instagram more than they do Facebook. It's reaching more people over there. So what am I going to do? Well, I'm probably going to start using Instagram a little bit more than I have been and put money over there instead of where I have been putting money. Right. I mean, does that kind of speak to what you do? So so going back to personal examples, I'll just talk for a minute about my own marketing strategy. Radio. <laughs> Radio is a great part of my marketing strategy. I get to do this show once a week and share my thoughts and ideas with the world. And then I get to use it in my marketing. Um, I use drip campaigns. Uh, Infusionsoft has proven to be a great tool for me. So props to Infusionsoft. Do great landing pages, do drip campaigns. Um, I use social media, obviously. Um, I have been known to use promotional items for events. I have been known to use events. In fact, I'm teaching a class on November 8th. Uh, it's coming up very quickly, and it's going to sound a lot like today's. It. <laughs> so, so I'll look forward to um, to teaching that class on November 8th to a bunch of small business owners here in Atlanta at um, Jay's, Culinary, Jay's Kitchen Culinary Incubator. Um, so... Your marketing isn't about one medium, one audience it's It's a much bigger picture, and it takes time and thought and knowledge to put this together um It's not as easy as one, two, three. Lots of people like to make it sound like it is, but it's not it's big so messages target medium, get off the fence, spend 220 200 I don't care, spend a little bit of money. Don't be afraid of the result because even if you only have five likes to your Facebook page and it doesn't feel like you got a single customer out there to come in, your brand is out there, you're getting in front of people, and you are doing the work and eventually with the right amount of intention we'll talk about that soon too it's going to pay off all right everybody it's been an unbelievably unstoppable halloween here at the studio and i thank you so much for tuning in and joining me on this amazing journey be sure to come back next week like i said i think we're going to talk about inspired websites. see you then
0: Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific.